Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Crush Hail Academy podcast. I am your host, Bob Argyle, and today's episode is this. Bullshit stories and the gifts they provide. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's episode. joining us today. I'm driving down 90 heading to Utica. Today I'm actually going to a new body shop, um, which is kind of cool because I know just about every body shop in the state of New York. At least it feels that way. And uh, there's a shop that's been in Utica for uh, some time that uh, I've never focused on because there's been another company in there that I know. So, uh, you know, that's just kind of how I roll. I know enough PDR techs in the state of New York now, and I have enough work for myself and my guys that, um, you know, unless I'm going in trying to land a hail shop, which usually I will talk to the technician in that area first and uh, try to have a discussion with them and see if it's something they mind, something they uh, want to work together on or, or whatnot. Um, more times than not, I just stay out of an area if I know, um, you know, one of my peers is servicing the account, unless, unless I get a call from the shop and the shop says, look, you know, so-and-so, I've used them for a while. Um, I think they've had a, a change in their business model and, um, you know, they just aren't coming around anymore. And it happens. It happens. Guys change, companies change. Um, we've gone through a number of changes over, uh, you know, our 10-year history. Um, at one point, we were out offering uh, bumper repairs and wheel repairs and all sorts of stuff, and we started to focus more on the dealerships and not so much on the body shops, and, and then that kind of changed and went back towards the body shops, um, which is where we find ourselves today, and I don't foresee us ever changing, but, uh, you know, so it happens. It happens. Um, so if I get a call from a shop and they, they tell me this is their perception of what's going on, um, I'll usually follow up with the tech confirm that that's the case if they have no desire to handle the shop anymore then uh hey it's free game and that's where we're at today we have a shop that's called us um they were referred to us by another body shop which is always cool to hear and uh i'm heading out there so i'm gonna go meet a new shop and uh do some work for them today so as i'm driving out here i'm thinking about the last episode that i shared and uh just a disclaimer here real quick i've said that i'm going to share a new podcast on a weekly basis and it became clear to me over the past month or so that it's just not going to happen i had to course correct and um kind of change my expectations <laughs> with my podcast because during hail season i'm just so focused and these weeks go by so fast a lot of times i'll share the podcast and then i kind of sit back and reflect on that podcast that i shared uh, for another week before I even get to a point where I'm like, okay, let's start thinking about what I want to talk about on the next episode. And you sprinkle in all the other things that we got going on. It's just not realistic for me to uh, tell my listeners that I'm going to share a new episode on a weekly basis, at least during hail season. Now, wintertime rolls around, fall, things start to slow down. 
maybe then I'll shift back to doing a weekly podcast. But right now, it's kind of stressing me out trying to keep to this weekly schedule because I'm, I continue to miss it. And I'm starting to kind of fall into this, this routine of every couple weeks, which right now in my life is working better for me. So that's what I'm going with going forward as I continue to work through this hail season. But I was thinking about this episode that I shared last time, and it was about the stories that we tell ourselves and how these stories have the ability to completely change our course, whether that's in business, whether that's in our personal relationships, um, you name it. The stories that we tell ourselves kind of control us. They control us. Now, the thing about these stories is once we identify what the story is and once we kind of dig down into that story, more times than not, we can pull a revelation out of that. So we decide if the story is true or if the story is not true. If the story is not true, we find out what the true story is and then we pull the lesson out of that true story and then we apply it to our life. If we're not applying this to our business, to our relationships, to our bodies, if we're not applying that lesson into our lives to help us move forward in whatever area of our life that is, um, then it's just kind of mental masturbation, right? Um, We're just kind of sedating. Uh, We're spending too much time just reflecting and we're not actually putting any of these lessons into action. And the last episode that I shared was about how I literally let a story control my life for pretty much my entire life, my my entire adult life, let me put it that way. So this story about me not being able to pay bills and not being good at math and all that really kind of changed my whole course and kind of held back my business and held back um, held me back personally um, for a number of years. And once I identified the story and once I pulled the lesson and the revelation out of there and put that into action, it allowed me to move forward in confidence and begin to tackle some of these things that I had been putting off on other people my entire life. And it just led me to this whole new place in my business. And it's I'm not there yet, but I am starting to look at a lot of these tasks that I used to be deathly afraid of. I'm starting to look at them now, and it's it's not it's not really a big deal. You know, I still have my days where I mess up, but over time, I'm going to get better and better at this. And I'm going to be able to start really micromanaging my business in this one area that I had never even wanted to be a part of. So the last episode, I was very clear on it, very clear on it. And this is, this is the funny thing. This is how much these stories mess with us. Because as soon as we snuff out one story... The idea is you're gonna you're you should always be looking inward and, and trying to identify that next story that might be holding us back. And I was so consumed with this story that I did not see all the while another story <laughs> that was playing out in my life. And it really took a friend of mine to call me out on this bullshit story and serve up some truth to make me realize that I was mailing it in, in this certain area of my life. So before I get into that, I just want to recap. If you've listened to my past episodes, you know that I have a routine that I stick to every single morning. And I get up at four o'clock in the morning and there's very specific things that I have to do every morning. 
And the whole idea of doing these different things is because it, it tends to put us in power. If we're feeling better about ourselves, we tend to be able to go out into the marketplace and we tend to be able to produce at a higher level. So although these things that I do every single morning allows me to invest in myself and allows me to invest in those around me that matter most to me, really it's, it, it's selfish intentions because by investing in others around me and investing in myself, it allows me to go out into the marketplace and produce and improve my business. So every morning when I get up, I start out with some morning meditation. And I have this app, uh, Insight Timer, and it's really cool. And I take some time every single morning before anybody else is up in my household, before the phone starts ringing. I get up and I take some time. I'm just alone with myself. It allows me to center myself. It allows me to be grounded and start my day off right. So I start usually with about a 20-minute meditation. And then after that meditation, I you know, I usually meditate on something specific, something in my life that might be bothering me, something that might be concerning me. And then immediately after my meditation, I journal. Yes, I journal. <laughs> Men, you should try it sometime. Because what this does is it allows me to slow my life down. It allows me to sit and, and think back on the day, on the little things on the day prior that many times we have a tendency to overlook and small things that might happen with my children or might happen with a loved one or um, an accomplishment in business or something that happens that you don't tend to recognize unless you take the time to slow down and think. And the journaling for me has been extremely therapeutic. One of the coolest things for me is to go back into some of the older journals. I've been doing this consistently for about 18 months now, maybe a little longer, probably closer to two years now. So I can go back into the old journals and I can kind of see the growth and see some of the challenges that I've dealt with over the past couple years. And it's, it's really cool. So that is part of my morning routine. I get up, I meditate, and then I journal. After that, I move into my body and I have a physical regimen that I do every day. And in the beginning, it was very intense. At one point, I got up to like 400 push-ups a day. No, 500. 500 push-ups I was doing on a daily basis. I was doing a 1,000 rows on my rowing machine. Um, so the idea is to do something just to, um, to work up a sweat, to get the heart rate going. All right? It's not meant to replace your normal workout routine that might come later in the day. The whole idea is to get up, get your blood flowing, put something healthy in your body, which for me is a green smoothie I do every morning. And again, this allows me to um, put myself in a place of power for the day before I go out into the marketplace. In addition to that, I make sure that I learn something new about my business every day, whether that's in marketing and sales and systems and processes, whatever. I take some time to read and then I make notes of whatever that is that I learned for the day. And then I usually share that into the marketplace, whether that's into my accountability groups, one of my accountability groups, or I share that on Instagram or something, just uh, as a way to hold myself accountable. All right, it's not so much putting it out there, you know, for even for a response or for likes from other people or anything like that. It's more about holding myself accountable. And it allows me to move myself 
a little bit further ahead as far as my business goes. I learn something new about business for the day. Then I apply that because, again, it's about application. If you're just learning this stuff, if you're just reading a ton of books, but you're not applying any of this in your life, again, it's mental masturbation. So after that, I invest. The fourth part of this is I invest in my children and I invest in those that matter most to me, those around me that I love, my loved ones. So usually with my children, when they're home, I make sure I get everything else out of the way first so that when they get up and out of bed, I have time to be present with them. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about any of the other stuff going on with my day. I'm there for my children. I make breakfast for them. We sit around, we talk, and I take some time for my kids in the morning before they get off to school or you know, through the summer right now before I leave for work. During the school year, when they're with their mother, usually what I'll do is it comes in the form of like a, a text message, um, a video, a short video message, just letting them know to have a great day, that I'm thinking about them, that I love them. You know, stuff like that to, to invest in my kids before I start the day. So these are all things that I do on a regular basis. And I get up early in the morning because the idea is to have this done before my day starts. And the thing for me is I've never done this before. For most of my, well, my entire life, really. I would get up. I'd stay up late, first of all. That was one of my my big things. I was always a night owl, so I would stay up late. I would watch TV. I would have some beers. I would eat junk food. So this was a big lifestyle change for me. There were a lot of changes that I needed to make in my own schedule. Um, So that was huge for me to start forcing myself to go to bed at an earlier time just so I could get up earlier because I had never done that before. So now most nights... I'm in bed by 9 o'clock. I'm sleeping by 9 because otherwise I'm not going to be able to get up at 4 and really take care of everything that I need to take care of to start my day. But it's been good for me. It's been good for me. I've seen some changes in my body physically from doing consistent workouts every day. I've seen some changes in my relationships with my kids and with my family members. And I've seen some changes in my business as well. Um, A lot of positive changes in my business. So the thing is, it's, it's easy for me to get stuck on this. I gave myself too much credit. And what I didn't notice over time was that I started to kind of get complacent with my workouts. Where I went from this point where I was getting up every morning and I was doing something pretty intense. And then later in the day, I was doing another workout. Over the months, what I started to do was, first of all, I got rid of the workout later in the day. So what was meant to be just something small, about 15 minutes, just to get my heart rate up and going and to to put myself in a good place for the day. that That became my entire workout regimen which is not what we call it the core four, which is not what the core four is meant to be. It's meant to be just kind of a precursor to our day. So that was one of the first things that happened. When I would get out and do my runs, where I was running three miles a day, over time, my runs turned into walks. 
because for somebody like me who hadn't, well, hadn't really had a consistent workout routine for my entire life, um, I wasn't really, I was lifting, but I didn't have the proper form, so I was hurting myself. I had one pretty major injury to my shoulder. So over time, new stories started to creep in, like I'm going too hard. It wasn't that I had the wrong form, it was I'm just working out too hard, so I gotta dial some of this stuff back. So this was the new story that crept in, and it was, it was kind of allowing me to let myself off the hook. Because now I didn't have to get up and really go as hard because I had an injury. That was my excuse. So there were a number of things that started to kind of fall off over time. And I didn't even see it. I didn't even see it. Until a friend of mine basically called me out on this. She basically said, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from you about the targets that you've got laid out what you're looking to do physically, where you're looking to go physically, with what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, you're never going to get there. You're just not. You're lying to yourself. And in the beginning, when she first told me this, I was pissed. I was pissed. It's not easy to hear because in my own mind, I was getting up and I was investing in myself every day, which I was telling myself is probably more than most people are doing. This was the story I was telling myself. So when she challenged that, I was kind of like, bullshit. You know, what do you know? When in all actuality, this woman has competed at a very high level in sports. She's very intense. And she does CrossFit. And she eats very healthy. Uh, She's got very strict diet, very little processed food. Even her kids, her kids the same way. I mean... Some of the stuff that my kids eat right now, the processed foods and stuff like that, it's kind of crazy. And it's something that I do need to focus on. But here I had somebody that was very knowledgeable in this area that through her own observations was saying, this guy's full of shit. He's full of shit. He's lying to himself. So she called me out on it. And when I first heard it, it was tough. But I, here's the thing. I feel like I can learn from just about anybody who comes into my life. Whether that's good, bad, whatever it is. I try to learn from everybody that I, that I cross paths with. So I, I sat and I thought about it. I thought about it. And what I came to was, look, she's right. She's right. When I really took an honest look at what my workout regimen had turned into over the past few months, I was like, Jesus, yeah, I'm never going to get to these targets. She's totally right. So the story I had was that I was doing enough and I was going to eventually get to these targets. And then somebody comes into my life and they interject and they challenge that story and they call me out on my bullshit and then it caused me to sit back and reflect and think about it, which led to a revelation. The revelation was that I am not doing enough in this area, which then caused me to take action, which is the most important part, to apply this to my life. So what I did was actually this morning, I started my morning out much differently than I have in the past. I still got up and I took care of my other areas, the other areas of focus, but at 6 a.m., I had 
an appointment with a personal trainer. And I realize now that if I am going to get to the targets, I've, look, I've, I've come a long way. I feel like I've come a long way. My body is already starting to take a different kind of form, different shape. Um, I'm feeling healthier. I am eating healthier, although I still eat some garbage and whatnot. I am eating healthier than I was three years ago. Supplements, green smoothies, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm intentional and I'm trying to do better. But I got to a point where I had to kick up the intensity. So now with this personal trainer, I'm going in and I'm meeting with a personal trainer two times a week. And in addition to that, they're going to work with me on my diet. And I'm going to begin starting to journal and track what I'm eating on a daily basis. And though, just from working two days a week with this personal trainer, it's going to allow them to um, really kind of help me along and train me up on proper form. So I'm not hurting myself. And the other, you know, five days of the week when I'm home and I'm by myself, it's going to provide me some guidance for when I'm home and I'm working out by myself so I can get a much more fulfilling kind of workout and productive workout. And it's going to keep me healthy. And it's going to make me, um, I'm not going to be getting hurt so much. The back, the shoulder, just doing stupid shit. You know, I lift things up, I put them down. That's basically what I was doing. I was doing dumbbell curls in my office, you know, 400 push-ups a day, and okay, that's good, but if I'm not using proper form, I'm just going to end up hurting myself. So I think now this is going to provide me the accountability that I need. And it was something that I never saw until somebody called me out on the bullshit. And this is how powerful these stories are, folks. Two weeks ago, I'm locked and loaded with laser point accuracy on a story that I had in my life that I was snuffing out. And all the while, I had another story. And as I'm talking about this right now, there's another story that I haven't even identified yet that I'm going to have to, you know, that, that will come after I deal with this one and after I apply this into my life, I will naturally start to focus on another area. So through all this, the two most important lessons that I learned. Number one, we need people in our life who are going to call us out on our bullshit. It's imperative. We all have the friends that will sit back and will watch us going down a path that they know deep down is not good for us, but they don't want to offend they don't want to possibly lose the friendship, so they sit back. They sugarcoat it. They say they make excuses for us. They allow us to continue being the victim. You know, and I look, I'll be honest with you right now. I had a revelation a few days back. I was I was meditating in the morning and I had a, a revelation that hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was very emotional for me. And this revelation was this. There are people in my life right now, today, very good friends, that if I'm being honest with myself, I know 12 months from now, they're not going to be in my life anymore. Just because I know the path that I am on now. And there's people, the people in our lives that are continuing to point fingers, continuing to be unaccountable, to continuing to play the victims, are not good for us. 
and it's only holding us back. So I came to this realization that people that I care very deeply about right now will not be around in 12 months. And that's tough. That's tough to come to that conclusion. But it's what we need. We need to surround ourselves with people that are going to challenge us, that are going to move us forward, that are going to help us expand our horizons, whether that's in our business, whether that's in our relationships, you name it. Those are the people that we want to surround ourselves with. And they say, you know, when you get older, your circle gets smaller. I can totally see that. I can see how that happens. Because as we get older, we get tired of the bullshit. And we start to kind of come into our own. And we start to kind of realize what we want in life. So as this begins to come into the forefront, you're going to see people that are going to leave our lives. And it's just cycle of life, I guess. It's natural. So that was the first lesson that I took out of this. It's extremely important that we have people in our lives that will call us out on our bullshit from a place of love because they care about us, not because they're trying to tear us down. Second, the targets that we set for ourselves. No matter what area of life we're talking about, we should be setting targets in all areas of our lives. But if the targets that we're setting for ourselves do not scare the shit out of us, then I'd ask you to consider if they're the right targets for you. Targets, we need to set targets that at this point in time seem unattainable to us, seem crazy to us. Like that's never going to happen. That's what we should be working towards. And much like in the beginning, a couple years back, for a guy that had never really worked out on a consistent basis, a guy that couldn't even do 50 push-ups, the thought of being able to do four to 500 push-ups a day, the thought of being able to do a thousand rows a day or run three miles a day, that was like crazy talk. And honestly, it was scary. It scared the shit out of me. But over time, I got to that point right? Over time, I was able to work to that point where all of a sudden that didn't scare me. And, and it happened over a long period of time. So every month I would up it every month. I would, you know, I'm, I'm doing hundred pushups a day right now with ease. Now I'm going to kick it up to 150, then to 200, then to 250, then to 300 and so on and so forth. And after a while, it wasn't that scary. But what happened to me was over time, I allowed myself to get complacent and my targets began to shrink. My targets began to drop back down to a point where they weren't scaring me. I mean, there were, there were days I'm sitting in my office, watching the news, drinking my coffee, and I'm doing dumbbell curls as I'm watching TV, you know? I mean, that's not really what our core four was designed to do. It was designed to be an intense 15, 20 minutes in the morning where you're really getting that heart rate up and you're breaking a sweat. And over time, my targets had dropped. So, the second lesson, if your targets don't scare you, they're probably not the, the right targets. All right? So, what I'm going to leave you with today is to sit down and identify in one of the areas of your life, one of the four areas of your life that we talk about here, 
and identify two things. Number one, the people in your life right now, are they the right people? Is your inner circle challenging you? Is your inner circle pushing you to expand, pushing you to learn, pushing you to better yourself, pushing you to take better care of yourself? If not, I'd ask you to consider who needs to stay, who needs to go. Secondly, identify the targets that you have set for you right now. And you don't have to get crazy with it. Just pick one area of your life. Identify the targets that you have set for you right now. And if you don't have targets, set some freaking targets. That should be where you start, all right? If you don't have targets, set some targets. And when you're setting them, make sure they scare the shit out of you. Because what scares you today is not going to scare you six months from now. Because you're going to find, as you're working, you're going to push yourself up to new levels. And it scares me today. The accountability that a personal trainer brings to me, somebody that's going to be calling me out on my bullshit, Somebody that's going to be asking me when I go in every week, did you do what you said you were going to do? Let me see your journal. Let me see what you ate last week. Okay? That's intense, man. That's kind of scary for me right now. But over time, I'm going to grow into this new kind of place in my life where I'm going to expect this. And then eventually, I'm going to have to probably increase the intensity again, whether that's with... uh, you know, adding days to the week that I'm going in and working with them or tweaking the regimen. Okay. So that's it for this week. I thank you all for listening. A little long winded today. Well, 32 minutes. That's not bad. So, uh, as usual, I'm going to leave you with a few, uh, closing topics. If you uh, connect with this message, I would ask that you just share this up. Also, if you could go into my actual podcast, and uh, leave a review. That would be awesome. Um, I was just looking at it the other day. I got a couple of reviews, but it's always nice to build up those reviews. So if you're getting something from this podcast, if you could go in and leave me a review, I'd really appreciate that. And then uh, robertargyle.com is my blog site. We got a new blog going up this week. Again, it's hail season. Cut me some slack. <laughs> I'm not sharing the blogs as much as I should because I just don't have the freaking time. However, I do have a new one. It's going to be going up this week, um, probably tomorrow. I'll have it shared. So um, if you're a body shop owner or an insurance professional and you've somehow found this podcast and you're looking for more information on proper hail management, I direct you to robertargyle.com. You can also reach me at Robert Argyle, Robert at robertargyle.com or rargyle at dentsmart.com. Any feedback? I love to hear from you, so feel free to reach out to me. And then uh, the last thing is if you find me on Instagram, I'd ask that you follow me. i greatly appreciate that. And uh, that's it for this week. So I hope everybody has a great rest of your week and a great weekend with your friends and family. I know up here in New York it's going to be extremely hot. It's going to feel like 100, so it's going to be kind of nuts. So if you're up here in New York, find some water. Sit by it with a cold beverage. And uh, that's my advice to you. So thanks again for listening to the Crush Hail Academy podcast. I'm your host, Bob Argyle. Love you all. Peace.